Wheeland Presley Funeral Home and Crematory have been serving Quad City families and veterans since 1889. Wheeland Presley Funeral Homes are located in Rock Island, Milan, and Reynolds, and are proud supporters of WQPT. Alternatives is a proud supporter of WQPT and has been serving our community for 40 years. Alternatives provides professional guidance to maintain independence and quality of life for older adults and adults with disabilities. Festival of Trees is in its last days for the season this year. What's the big impact these displays have on the arts? Plus, bringing back a German market and a holiday bluegrass celebration in the cities. Welcome to the 37th year of Quad City Arts Festival of Trees in downtown Davenport at the River Center. Now this place has been filled with people as well as great designs for the holiday season. Colorful displays, we also have sights and sounds all throughout the River Center. It has been an overall impact of $2 million a year in the city and about $8 million has been actually raised for Quad City Arts since this all began in 1986. Plus, there is some serious artwork that you can see here. So we talked about all of this with Quad City Arts Executive Director Kevin Maynard. What is the importance of Festival of Trees as a fundraiser for Quad City Arts? Because it is your biggest event. Yes, it is our biggest annual event. And honestly, it impacts every single one of our programs. Um, the way I always sort of liken it to is the fact that because of Festival of Trees, over 30,000 students are able to see a visiting artist in their public school annually. And then on top of that, you know, it also helps fund things like, you know, public sculptures on the street, murals, our galleries in downtown Rock Island and the Quad Cities International Airport, and, you know, all of our events like Chalk Art Fest and uh, Riversance which have been successful this year. Yes. And, and, and obviously public favorites too. So, I mean, art is so much more than pictures hanging up in a gallery, which, I mean, Quantity Arts wants to make that point. <laughs> I mean, you have a gallery in the airport. Yeah. Uh, um, um, you, you have Festival of Trees, you have the chalk art. Art takes a lot of different forms. Is, is Christmas decorations one of them? Definitely. I mean, I think you can just look at, you know, the, the trees that are around us right now. I mean, when you look at just the, the artisan of like being able to position those things in the right way to make them, you know, visually appealing or to sort of tell a story or share a message like that is an art form. And then you look at the ornaments, um, whether or not they were, you know, purchased um, some artists created that originally or a lot of them, you know, will custom make some of their ornaments on their trees as well. I mean, so it truly is an art form. And I will tell you by looking around, uh, it's an art form that I can't do. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But uh, and when you also when you're looking around, because I know that you have the artist's eye. I mean, you, I, I, here's the thing: is that there are some always some trees or some designs that you're going, okay, that's way out in left field. Are those some of your favorites? I think so. That's what I, I was. I, I had well, a feeling because you every year you you start to. I mean, being this <laughs> involved with this event, you start seeing the way that people are are decorating, the way they're looking at different things. But then you start seeing, you know, 
people who look at then go, well, what if I didn't have a tree, but I like this year we have one that's that's a ladder that has it has lights wrapped around it and, uh, you know, ornaments hanging. Um, just being able to look at it like that, things that I would never consider. But you go, yeah, that's a really cool way to to create that effect. And do you look really closely when you're walking around because of the intricacies? Like you said, there's stories that are told and sometimes you miss it just by walking by and yeah. glancing at it. Yeah, definitely. I, I the nice thing about about this position that I'm in is that you know, the day after all of these are, are put up, I have an opportunity to come in early and spend some time looking at them while no one else is around. Um, so I have an opportunity to be able to do that, to see, because some of them are telling a story or, you know, and I, I think that that's, that's sort of nice to be able to have a moment to sort of honor that artist by taking that time to do that. You do also have traditional arts coming from students as well. And, and what I love is that there are so many different uh, um, variations on what they want to do. It's, it's not just uh, photographs or it's not just artwork on paper. There's some amazing creativity that you can see here. Yeah, the, the, we are, have our annual high school art exhibit right here at Festival of Trees. And so these are from all local schools. And so you're right. I mean, some of it is, you know, uh, 2D work that's on the wall, but a lot of uh, uh, 3D work and sometimes, you know, paper mache, clay, you know, all different mediums. And to be honest, I am so impressed at the quality of that work, especially coming from, you know, some students that are quite young. I want to talk about the vibrancy of Quad City Arts yeah. as well, because one of the things that always happens in January, and I, I know we're enjoying the holidays, <laughs> you're always looking forward to it. But one of the things that's funded is the Visiting Artists mm -hmm. series, which also has uh, new artists coming in, uh, new ones in, in January. Yeah, so every, I mean, while Festival of Trees is happening, I mean, we're behind the scenes working on our other programs as well. Uh, so, you know, we'll we sort of take a little bit of a break from our visiting artist series because uh, we're a little busy doing sure, this. Sure, absolutely. Um, but like you said, in uh, December and January, we get right back at it. So in January, we kick off sort of the, the second part of the year with our visiting artist series. And, you know, we have some really great groups that are coming in and some of uh, one of them, you know, being an international group, um, uh, Sky Consort, uh, being able to you know, uh, showcase different genres, but also different regions of the world um, to our local students and, and community here. Also want to point out because in January, you have a call for entries yes. for the uh, artists of African descent. Um, it's fascinating that you, I mean, you really want to see this particular theme in the coming year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, for, for, I think for a while, you know, we, we've been focusing on diversifying our artists and diversifying, you know, uh, just different styles of art. And so this is a, a particular show that, that we can showcase, a, you know, artists in our community who have for many years been overlooked. And so to be able to do that and have a show specifically for, for those artists, I think is going to be really incredible. But I also think it's going to showcase different styles of art um, that, you know, typically aren't in our galleries. And so I think that's going to be the most exciting thing for people to see. I was thinking the same thing. Is that is that where the idea came from? Is because this is an untapped resource? Uh, sort of, yeah. I mean, we we look at you know what what is being showcased in our community and what's being showcased at our gallery. And this is a community that that's an aspect of our community that we're not reaching and not showcasing. And this is an opportunity to highlight that that we have some really incredible artists in our community that aren't being showcased. And you have exhibition space. And, yes. and, and once again, another call for action is that you're already thinking ahead to August, September of the coming year. 
And if somebody is interested in exhibition space or exhibiting some of their things, yeah. I mean, what are you looking for there? Because you have another call for entries. Yes, so now is the perfect time um, because obviously we're, we're sort of programming out for the next year. Uh, so quadcityarts.com has our call for entries, um, both for artists of African descent and our annual call. Um, that is sort of decided by a jury. And so it sort of is, you know, dictated on what artists uh, apply and and they will help, you know, kind of create a, a good mesh of, of what will be showcased in our gallery. I will say outside of that, we have a lot of opportunities that come up for other other places in our community, other organizations, um, but we also have our second avenue window that we reserve for emerging artists or maybe somebody who's, you know, I'm not quite sure I'm ready for a full show yet, but I want to mm -hmm. showcase some of my work to you know, just get it out there. And all of that work, our second Avenue window, our exhibition gallery, all of that is also available online. So people can can look at that work there as well. But for right now, come down Festival of yes. Trees. It's, it's, it's ending by this uh, weekend and, and you've got a new administrator and you've got new ideas. Do you like uh, the way 2022 has unfolded here at the River Center? Yes, you know, obviously bringing on somebody new to, to manage Festival of Trees is always a challenge because I mean, it is a big, big endeavor. It's a big job. But Kim has been fantastic. I mean, has really, you know, embraced the role. And, you know, she was one of those people that when we, when I talked about the job, her first thing was, I love Festival Treats. Like she knew the event, she loved the event and wanted to be a part of it. And we're seeing that play out here. Uh, and I think we'll really see that play out in 2023 with just, you know, being able to sort of shape this in her vision as well. This is the 37th year yes. for festival. I mean. It, it, you would think it's hard to come up with new ideas and yet it is happening and, and it needs to happen, does it not? Yeah, I think I think just like everything, you know, Festival Trees needs to evolve over time. Um, so, you know, we, we see that in, you know, different floor layouts. We see that with different designers. We see that with, you know, new attractions and new things coming and going from Festival. And that includes, you know, sometimes as simple as, as new designers and new people on center stage. Uh, and then it can be, you know, larger things like, you know, adding a, adding a brand new attraction or removing an attraction as well. Other than emptying their wallets when they come here, <laughs> what do you hope that some of the visitors to Festival of Trees take away with them? Because it is a fundraiser, let's be honest. Yes, so. yes. I, obviously, like, well, you know, I, I think what, I, what I'd like them to take away is just, you know, realizing how much work this actually takes to oh. put together. Um, and, you know, really appreciating the volunteer time that that goes into this. Um, but just sort of looking around at, at the talent and skill that we have right here in the Quad Cities. Um, and I think it's on display all around us. Our thanks to Kevin Maynard, who's the executive director of Quad City Arts. And still ahead, the holidays. Music as only Bucktown Review can present it. And next, bringing a German market to life along the riverfront. But first, here's Laura Adams, Out and About. This is Out and About for November 25th through December 2nd. The Festival of Trees continues to inspire with holiday magic through November 27th, while Bishop Hill celebrates Yule Marknad, or Christmas Market, weekends through December 4th. The Quad Cities only Fall Craft Beer Festival is back with over 35 breweries, music and more at the Rust Belt on the 26th. And Winter Nights, Winter Lights at the Quad City Botanical Center feature over 160,000 lights through December 11th. The Adler Theater presents Cirque Musica Holiday Wonderland featuring acrobats, aerialists, hilarious hijinks and holiday cheer on the 26th. And the public is invited to the Union Station Open House on the 29th from 
3 to 7. On stage for the kids, it's Santa Claus the Musical at Circa 21. And for the whole family, Circa presents Irving Berlin's White Christmas. Comedy Sports Quad Cities perform at the Spotlight Theater on weekends. Free Fallen, a Tom Petty concert experience, performs at the Rust Belt on the 25th. Plus, GIT Improv returns to entertain at the Black Box Theater on the 3rd. Elf the Musical at Quad City Music Guild runs November 30th through December 4th. Black Nativity at Playcrafters Barn Theater runs December 9th through 11th. All is Calm, the true story of the Christmas Eve armistice of World War I opens December 8th at the Black Box Theater. And A Christmas Story at the Spotlight Theater runs December 2nd through 11th. For more information, visit WQPT.org. Thank you, Laura, and welcome to the unofficial epicenter of the holidays, Festival of Trees in downtown Davenport. We're glad you could join us for the program, but the Davenport Riverfront is also extending Christmas even further to the Chris Kindle Market this year, which is going to be at the uh, Freight House Farmer's Market the first weekend of December. And Sarah Underberg talked about what she has planned for the coming days. So the Freight House Farmer's Market is already transitioning from summer and fall straight into the holidays with the uh, Chris Kindle market. How important is this? The Chris Kindle market <laughs> is really, really important to the yeah. community, but as well to our small businesses. Uh, the Chris Kindle market is um, very near and dear to me. I've been volunteering for several years now, starting in 2019, I believe. And it is a fantastic way for people to support local, local makers, local bakers, uh, local, um, you know, bee people and just people who make soap and just everything that we need, we love, that make fantastic Christmas gifts. And the Chris Kindle Market is a fantastic way for them to sell these items and be able to pay their bills through the winter months. Right, well, and the other thing is that it dovetails really nicely into everything that Freight House does. Yeah. Um, and also gives you a little extended life and that transition from summer to, to fall to winter. Yes. Um, how, how does this uh, impact freight market? Or the freight house bar market. It's it's a huge huge impact. We have an indoor market that is open all year round, yeah. and a lot of people still don't know that 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 we have that, but we do. And the Chris Kindle market also helps with our indoor vendors as well, because they are considered vendors of the Chris Kindle market. Yeah. So it's nice because it's inside, it's heated, <laughs> there's bathrooms and. And people can come in to warm up and meet the other vendors who are there all year round making everything that they make. And it's got a real German flair to it with, 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 with music, but with, with food and drink as well. Absolutely. So we have food vendors who are coming in and um, they'll have um, uh, brats with sauerkraut and of course hot dogs available for the young kids too. We've got bakers making um, traditional German breads and cookies and there will also be traditional German like Christmas ornaments that you can purchase and nutcrackers and <laughs> it's just a really amazing event. We take an uh, empty parking lot and we transform it into a German like holiday square. And it's the first weekend of December, starting on, on Friday. Does it start on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday it events? starts on Friday evening. Exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. And 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 it's you really try to make it a family event as well. But yes. let's be honest, we're at we're at a festival of trees. It is a tradition. This is becoming a tradition as well. It is. It is. Friday nights um, are really, really uh, starting to become very popular because we offer the uh, German Saint Nicholas dinner, Christmas dinner, and 
uh, you can go onto our Facebook page and purchase tickets for the dinner uh, through Eventbrite. And um, we have the Polkaholics coming this year to play <laughs> during dinner. And um, it's just gonna be a really fabulous traditional German dinner. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's, there's going to be it's going to be so much fun. Now you also have another event. I, I, what is it? It's the Krampus. It used to be the Krampus crawl. And it's now. And now it's the Krampus pageant. <laughs> All um, right, tell me was, about that. It was so cold. <laughs> yes. You know, walking around downtown, we wanted to, you know, make it a little bit more enjoyable for the people who were involved in this. So what we're asking is for people to come dressed up as Krampus to the dinner. And uh, we will have a pageant of sorts and the, um, the dinner goers will get to choose the winner. And of course the Polkaholics will be involved in that, of course. You gotta have the Polkaholics. Yes, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and And yeah. for those who don't know what Krampus is, do a little explanation because some people may not be totally into that yet. Krampus, well, he will be seen around the, the, the festival walking around, but he is quite, quite scary. So he takes the naughty list uh -huh. And he swoops up the naughty children and throws them into his knapsack and takes them away. And he's very scary looking. What a beautiful Christmas tradition that you brought back. Yes. You're welcome. <laughs> We're here for you. Yeah. But that is kind of part of the whole holiday fun, isn't it? it? Is. I mean, uh, you've really gotten involved in it this year. Uh, I know that you got a lot more planned for next year. We do. How important was this? I mean, how much fun is it to put this together? It is, it is a lot of fun. A lot of it's, work. It's a, a lot of work. There's a lot of work in the background. Yeah. But when you see it all, when the lights go on and you see vendors doing what they love to do and you see customers coming and enjoying all of it, um, it's, it really makes it worthwhile. Yeah. Especially since this year, uh, the, the Canadian Pacific holiday train will be coming right. through on Saturday. And that's really exciting. It's so neat. They pull up and the train's all lit up. All lit, yeah. And they, you know, have the stage on the train and they do like this hour long performance and they nicely planned. Yeah. Hey, sometimes it just <laughs> stuff works in our favor it's and you just have luck. to roll with it. So we're very happy that the train is stopping again this year. If somebody is interested, uh, tickets are on sale or you just what? Tickets are on sale for the dinner. Yeah. Um, on our Facebook page through Eventbrite. They are $45 uh, a ticket. Um, and Shopping then the event, is free. The event is free. It's free? The event is free, yes. We'll and like have, you said, I mean, bring your, your nice children, not your naughty children. Well, if they don't want Krampus to take them. You, you know, know what? That might be a really good incentive to get your kids <laughs> to act right, huh? <laughs> Thanks once again to Chris Kindle Market for yes, that. Absolutely. Thank you, Sarah. Well, the holidays really wouldn't be complete without some music, and we found an interesting group. Of course, Bucktown Review performs in the Quad Cities each month, and they shared uh, their plans for coming up on December 16th, their next program. We'll talk about that, but first, here's a preview of some of the music that you'll hear. Bucktown Review with Christmas Card. Well, howdy, everybody out in Bucktown land. Cora and I just want to wish you all a Merry very Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hope you enjoyed the time with your family. Keep in mind the reason for the season. We'll see you all real soon. One.
Christmas. The Bucktown Review and Christmas Card. Their next show will be at the Davenport Junior Theater it is coming up December 16th. And Mike Romke joined us to talk about what you can expect. So what do you have planned for the holidays? December 16th is the show. I mean, Christmas time is well, here. I think we're gonna kind of have a holiday Christmas <laughs> is show. Is that so? Yeah, wow, right. surprise. We're gonna have a lot of seasonal music. Um, kind of one of the special things we're doing is we have the Rock Island High School Chamber Orchestra and they're gonna come and play for us. And um, that's kind of been an annual thing. We skipped it during COVID, obviously, yeah. when we weren't doing the show. But um, there, it, it's cool to involve kids that you're trying to you know bring into the music and, and get them to participate and be part of the local music community so it's always cool to have them and it's a real treat for our audience too well i always think you know for, for people that you guys had to miss the audience you, you had to miss the stage i mean you were doing things on on social media on the web but particularly for bucktown review it seems to be more of an interactive thing i mean the audience is almost part of the show. It's really become like a family event. I mean, number one, we're all about family values and American values and traditional Midwestern type stuff. So it's all family friendly. You know, sometimes we have to be a little bit directive with some of our guests <laughs> that come in who are used to playing in pubs or whatever, you know, that, you know, no cussing, please. Um, sometimes we have kids, but you know, it's just very middle of the road and very, very pleasant and down home. Our motto is two hours of happiness guaranteed. Yeah. And that's really what we want to give is we just want to give people a break from life and an opportunity to hear some roots music and some humor that they can go home and you know share with their family. Well, we used to say that it's a little bit like Prairie Home Companion. Do you still feel that way or not so? Not in a way that would get me sued, <laughs> but, it's, but it's, it's very much that. It's, it's, it's a music, folk music based program with a lot of humor and, and just a lot of audience participation. A monthly program too. So, I mean, it really is uh, uh, something that if you miss one month, it's easy to come the next. You see a lot of uh, uh, familiar faces how, how are you trying to get the new people in, new audience well, members? Well, that's always the trick. You know, I'm yeah. always amazed because every month there's somebody who shows up who says, I had no idea there was something like the Bucktown Review in the Quad Cities. Yes. And it's like, we've been doing it for like 15 years. How can you not know? We're on Facebook, we're in the newspaper, we're on television, you know, and it's just, it's funny. It's just hard to kind of get the word out, but it does spread. Well, and like you said, it's it's two hours and it is light humor and it is a lot of fun. Um, and it's at the Junior Theater. You've had that stage for a while. Um, how nice is it to be performing again? It's it's great. We really missed it. We tried to, when COVID hit, we tried to make lemonade out of our lemons. Yes. So we started doing a podcast at the house and filming that. And uh, that was a lot of fun. And we stopped doing that when we went back to the theater last year. But we're kind of kicking that in again. on, on So that's on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, and our, our webpage, because it's just fun to get together and video some music with some friends and, and do that as a different outlet. But there's nothing like a live show at the theater. Well, and you guys are just jamming. I mean, you are having a good time and, and it's so obvious that you're all playing off each other. I mean, is that the joy as a performer? Well, it's very spontaneous and very fun and very relaxed and very real. And that's really kind of what, what we want it to be. It's roots music, it's folk music. And it's really a tradition that we're trying to keep alive. Yeah. Why? Why is that so important? Well, I just think it's all part of who we are and what our heritage is. It's yeah. our culture. And um, so much of, you know, not to be a, a culture critic, but so much of 
media is kind of prepackaged and marketed and put together somewhere else and sold to a mass audience, this is actually, you know, the real stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's real America. I mean, when you think of the River Music Experience, that was the whole point, was that they wanted to have roots of, of Quad City area of music that is, that is I wanted somewhat indigenous to this area and to keep it alive. And that's pretty much what you're doing as well. Well, and it's amazing. There is a ton of that stuff. And it all came in, I think, ethnically, there were German people. So there's like Zither players in town. There's Hammer Dulcimer players in town. There's a lot of Irish people came to Davenport for the work at the Arsenal and the factories. There's a lot of Irish music in town. And there's just, you know, Swedish music, you know, it's crazy, blues music, of course, jazz. Um, I, we're hoping to have a Dixieland band um, you know, in January. I don't have that book yet, but, um, you know, there's just a lot of indigenous music and it, it's not really mass culture. You're not going to turn the radio on and hear it, you know, but it's, it's, it's everywhere and we want to keep it alive. Your best pitch for your December 16th show. If, if the audience, if, if you don't show up for it, you're missing out. You're definitely, it's, it's going to be fun. Our thanks to Mike Romke from the Bucktown Review. And once again, you can get tickets to their next show, December 16th. That's going to be at the uh, Devonport Junior Theater. On the air, on the radio, on the web, on your mobile device, and streaming on your computer. Thanks for taking some time to join us as we talk about the issues on the cities. Presley Funeral Home and Crematory have been serving Quad City families and veterans since 1889. Whelan Presley Funeral Homes are located in Rock Island, Milan, and Reynolds, and are proud supporters of WQPT. Alternatives is a proud supporter of WQPT and has been serving our community for 40 years. Alternatives provides professional guidance to maintain independence and quality of life for older adults and adults with disabilities.